Shakira. Welcome back to Politics AF Mind. Shakira in the house, yeah. Love this song, man. It's great. Caster at times, Midas Touch, and Ben Marcellus. Join a 24-7 How to open your car door when you're The worst terminal in human history. A lethal design flaw in all reason. Thanks for 217K. Shout out to KAMP Studio Radio with the University of Arizona. Captain Wilkins. Pasquayaki. Travel Radio. On the red, it's just Network. So a Trump-supporting podcaster is attacking me and the Midas Touch Network. This individual hosts podcasts for, I guess, the MAGA base and basically is all in on supporting Donald Trump. And when I watched this video, I got it forwarded to me by somebody who said, here is what the Trump podcasters are doing. And I was very fascinated about who are the people still supporting Donald Trump. What is a Trump podcaster look like, speak like? like what are the issues they are America talking First about? Pack, and so of course. I wanted to try to, for a moment, see what's going on in that world where no matter what Donald Trump does or says, they are just going to believe it. And this individual who goes after me, um, while I guess having dipped in his underlip and continues to spit while he is doing his uh, broadcast, uh, if you will, um, continues to justify everything Donald Trump says. Oh, well, Donald Trump doesn't have to do any policies because Donald Trump, why does he have to even talk about it? He just does it. Or Donald Trump says something incredibly offensive. Oh, that's just Donald Trump being funny. Or, oh, this is just the left lying. So I want to show you this first clip of this right-wing Trump podcaster. I think it's a Confederate flag behind him and a thin blue uh, line flag behind him as well. And in this first clip I'm going to show you, he says he wants to go after me and hold me accountable. And then he talks about how Donald Trump doesn't need to talk about any policy because he just doesn't. People just get what he means, according to this uh, podcaster. So let's just take a look what they're talking about on the right. Here, play this clip. This guy needs to be held accountable for what he's saying. So let's get into it. Trump was in Las Vegas giving a speech that was almost incomprehensible. This from the Midas Touch Network, Donald. Midas Touch. Sounds like a hemorrhoid cream type network. Something that he would be sponsored from a hemorrhoid type cream organization or a lotion type organization. 
doesn't sound like a media journalist outlet. What kind of name is Media Touch? What what kind of name is that? Donald Trump was in Las Vegas giving a speech that was almost incomprehensible and it was again vile, bizarre. Donald Trump, of course, did not speak about any policy, what he was going to actually Okay, sometimes Trump doesn't have to speak on it because a lot of people that know Trump know that what Trump's really about. We've already got a sense of what Trump is all about. He's about doing it. He doesn't have to speak because he's the kind of guy that he's all about actions, not words. <laughs> Biden's about words. He's about lip service. He's about being virtuous. Trump's about actually doing things. So this guy obviously doesn't know Trump very well. Actually delivered to the people just spreading more hate, more lies, what? more... Ladies and gentlemen, that's the modern-day Republican Party right there. That's what it means to be a Republican in 2023, and that's an individual who probably calls himself conservative. And um, again, this is just someone who blindly follows Donald Trump. I'm not going to show you many more clips because, frankly, the constant spitting and dipping is is a bit disgusting. But I'll show you one more uh, clip right here where he talks about how Trump never lies, he says. He says that when Trump says these really insane stuff, oh, the left doesn't understand Trump's humor. And then at the end, he says the Democrats have never come up with a good health care plan. When you actually present the facts and the data, just objective data, I just want you to show you how a Trump supporter responds. Here, play this clip. Actually, deliver to the people just spreading more hate, more lies, what? more division. I want to wait, 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 what? Trump spreading lies, hate, and division? No, that sounds more like the Democrats, the left. Okay. Show you what went down during this reprehensible and oh so very desperate speech that Donald Trump gave in Las Vegas. And then I want to compare that to what was President Biden talking about over the weekend. What was President Biden doing? So first, let me show you a clip of Trump. Then I'm going to go Biden. Then I'm going to go Trump. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Right. Get it. It's going to compare, but we already know what the comparison. <laughs> then I'm going to go Biden. All right. Donald Trump saying that in Las Vegas, maybe someday there is going to be oceans in Las Vegas. Play the clip. He said, if you endorse me. Now, he's playing a clip from RSBN, right side broadcasting and network, which is pretty reliable. The state of Florida, which we love, we all love Florida. And remember, Florida is easier than other places. You have the ocean and you have the sun. And alligators. Something about that that works. But uh, you have the sun too, but you don't have the ocean, I can tell you. You definitely don't have the ocean. Maybe someday you'll have the ocean. You never know. Someday. Hopefully it's a long time away, right now. Hopefully. What? President Biden. Obviously, 
the left don't really understand Trump's humor. Trump does have what's called a sense of humor, right? Of course, we expect the left not to understand what comedy or humor or jokes are because they are a joke within themselves. No, that's the Republicans, the humorless And they are a joke-type political party because you can make a joke out of them. Trump doesn't, again, like to talk about a lot of things. He will talk about it. But Trump's more about action. Biden's more about words, right? So Trump doesn't do this. He doesn't give the lip service. Trump delivers. Biden just loves to give lip service because he's virtuous. Talking about the rate of Americans without health insurance is at an all-time low. That is a lie. Um, Premiums under the Affordable Care Act are $800 less per person than... Uh, that's another lie. That's not true. <sighs> because Biden's trying to take away Social Security. Biden's been trying to do a lot away with this type of stuff. He's not trying to help. Trump's been really good at taking care of, you know, Americans' health insurance, giving everyone the ability to either have a premium plan for health insurance or being able to have an affordable health care plan that everyone can get on the board with. Unlike Biden and Obama, Obama, the one big mistake that America made, trying to create the uh, Obamacare, which failed, flunked, and was a big flop. The Democrats have never come up with a good health care plan. You know, so one of the reasons why I'm sharing this video is, is not to give this individual um, a bigger platform. Um, it is, though, to show you that when you are a party built on Trump, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, uh, Matt Gates, James Comer, Jim Jordan, you know, th th this is what ultimately you're going to get. And, you know, I, I certainly hope this individual learns the truth. I hope this individual can, you know, find happiness somewhere. And, you know, the fact that there, you know, this individual is at least watching the Midas Touch uh, YouTube. I mean, hopefully they see little facts by facts and start, you know, questioning uh, things. But, um, you know, I, 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 even though this person um, I certainly vehemently disagree with and this person's clearly attacking me, you know, I, I hope one day this person finds joy in their heart and is able to really recognize the truth and the data and that they're being lied to by the modern day Republican party. But that's the modern day Republican party for you. So I just wanted to show you like, okay, Ben, we know what's going on. The Midas touch podcast. We know what's going on in Midas touch YouTube. Like what does right wing MAGA Republican YouTube look like? Well, there you have it. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Hit subscribe. We're on our way to 1.5 million subscribers. Thanks to your support. Check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch. Wherever you get audio podcasts, subscribe to the Midas Touch podcast now and hit subscribe and have a great day. Hey, Midas Mighty. Love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram at Midas Touch to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now. Let's do it.
I met with him to talk about all the legislation we have and the legislation he has. Oh, yeah. I talked about NDAA. Uh, okay. okay, you guys are paying way too much on your electricity uh -huh. bills. Let me show you how you can slash them totally free. So this right here is my bill from a couple of months ago. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. So a Trump-supporting podcaster is attacking me and the Midas Touch Network. <laughs> this individual hosts podcasts for, I guess, the MAGA base and basically is all in on supporting Donald Trump. And when I watched this video, I got it forwarded to me by somebody who said, here is what the Trump podcasters are <laughs> doing. And I was very fascinated about who are the people still supporting Donald Trump. What is a Trump podcaster? Don't have any. look like, speak like, what are the issues they are talking about? And so I wanted to try to, for a moment, see what's going on in that world where no matter what Donald Trump does or says... I want to hear, they, see the one about ben Ryan Kelly from again. The Midas Touch Network, a former top contender for the Republican nomination to be governor of Michigan, someone by the name of Ryan Kelly... He has pled guilty for his involvement in the January 6th insurrection. Ryan Kelly was once the front-runner in the 2022 Michigan gubernatorial race. He ultimately did not prevail in the primaries. Tudor Nixon did before going on to lose to the Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer. But Ryan Kelly for a time was leading in the Michigan Republican nomination to be the gubernatorial candidate for Michigan governor. So according to this new article by NBC, Kelly pled guilty to a misdemeanor count of entering and remaining on restricted grounds, admitting that he, quote, rushed past U.S. Capitol Police officers and started climbing the Northwest scaffolding and then, quote, climbed onto an architectural feature next to the Northwest stairs and began gesturing to the crowd below by waving his hand towards the stairs leading up to the U.S. Capitol building. He also, quote, used his hands to support another rioter who was pulling a metal bike rack onto the scaffolding, according to the 
plea agreement document. And uh, Kelly was arrested last June before the Republican primary while he was the front runner. Let me just show you some of the facts from the criminal case against Ryan Kelly so you can just see. And then I want to show you some videos of Ryan Kelly, including a video of Ryan Kelly crying. Um, so stay tuned for that. But this is the factual summary that was uh, provided by the Department of Justice in their investigation of Ryan Kelly. So it says, based on a review of publicly available images, news articles, and other online resources, the following record of activities of Kelly on January 6, 2021 are described below. At approximately 1.30 p.m. on January 6, the video of the event that was posted online displays an individual wearing the aviator sunglasses and backwards black baseball cap at about the seven minute nine second mark. This indicates that Kelly gathered near the entrance of the Northwest scaffolding on the west side of the U.S. Capitol. The individual with sunglasses and baseball cap is pictured below. A screenshot from the video posted online is publicly available in a publicly available location is below. While near the entrance to the Northwestern scaffolding on the western side of the U.S. Capitol, which provided access to the stairs leading towards the entrance of the U.S. Capitol building, Kelly, the individual with a black coat, aviator sunglasses, and a red watch band uses their phone to film the crowd assaulting and pushing past U.S. Capitol Police officers. A screenshot from the video posted online is publicly available. On January 19, 2021, FBI personnel identified that the below image likely shows Kelly. The media is a video which shows Kelly wearing a black hat and a black coat in a crowd of people who are assaulting and pushing past law enforcement officers. The individual noted as picture below near the center of the photo. Another screenshot from the same video is posted online. Publicly available new media reporters and photographers captured images of the Northwestern scaffolding on the west side of the U.S. Capitol. This is one such image which shows another vantage point of the crowd engaged with U.S. Capitol Police on the Northwest stairs, which Kelly recorded with his cell phone. Kelly off camera to the left. The area of the U.S. Capitol shown in this image is marked with a red circle on the map. After causing U.S. Capitol Police officers to retreat, the crowd climbed the stairs towards the entrance to the interior of the U.S. Capitol at approximately 1.51 p.m. Kelly moved towards the side of the nearby stairs and began to climb onto an architectural feature next to those stairs. In this publicly available news media image, Kelly can be seen through the scaffolding on the stairs. Other members of the crowd are also identifiable. At approximately 2 p.m., Kelly climbed onto and stood on an architectural architectural feature next to the northwest stairs and indicated by waving his hand that the crowd behind him should move towards the stairs leading to the U.S. Capitol building. The activity can be seen in the video and it goes on to say Kelly remained standing on the architectural feature next to the northwest stairs and at approximately 205 used his hands to pull a covering off of a temporary structure that U.S. Capitol personnel had erected in support of the future planned event. So let's be clear. Ryan Kelly, one of the leaders of the Republican Party in Michigan, was not just some random bystander. He was actively involved in the insurrection. What I'm about to show you is not a video of Ryan Kelly crying about Trump endorsing uh, the January 6th insurrection, or uh, it's not a video of him crying because of this, but it is a video about him crying about something else. I want to play for you the video of Ryan Kelly 
crying, and then I'm going to show you some of his other dangerous things that he said. I'll play, play the clip. With the Fries app, you can always save big on your favorites with personalized coupons and deals, so you can spend less and get more. Download the Fries app today and get savings designed with you in mind. Fries, fresh for everyone. Here's a terrible way to lose weight and get in shape. Wait, let's pause there for a second. You've probably seen this woman all over your social media feed. Ladies, carbs are not the problem. She says you don't have to cut carbs to lose weight. And you don't have to run on the treadmill. Cardio burns fat, right? No. It sounds too good to be true, right? You might be thinking, is she telling the truth? I've tried everything else. What else am I supposed to do? There's actually more to it than it meets the eye. Please don't do that. But if you actually listen to what she's saying, it makes so much sense. This is how you get in shape. You think cardio burns fat? No. Cardio actually burns calories, usually in the forms of carbs in the bloodstream that are then replaced with the very next meal that you eat and stored as more fat. This is why even when you eat low-calorie foods or run for an hour a day, it seems like you're getting softer, but you don't actually lose any weight. This is how I got in shape without doing cardio. Everyone asked me, what have you done? Oh my gosh, you look so different. Once I started seeing what was happening to my body, I was like, why am I going to stop? At 43, being a mother of three kids, I have abs. It's not necessarily, you know, doing an extra hour of cardio. You have to find that balance in life. You want to know why running on the treadmill seven days a week doesn't work for you? when you're trying to lose weight because it simply just doesn't work. I was today years old when I found out I don't need the gym to shed fat. The results I've gotten is absolutely incredible. I am down 20 pounds. That's not just excess weight, that's stubborn fat. I've had people come up to me and ask, how are you so fit? It really just happened the other day. Instead of sitting there and talking to her and telling her, you know, all about the three body types, I sent her our free body type quiz and that tells you the three most important things for you to do to get in shape for whatever your body type is. If you want to check that out, click that learn more button below. It'll take you to our quiz. It's six questions. It's super simple. It will tell you exactly how to get in shape and it won't ask for your email or anything like that. So all you got to do is click the link below this video, take our free body type quiz and you will get your personalized life plan right now. So many nice messages. Thank you. You heard it means the world to us. I know this isn't a normal video that we post here, and I don't know what's happening. I'm going to say something in a minute, too, but I just. This is just. We gotta keep going. Gotta get better. Estas disfrutando de mi podcast? Thanks to Babbel, I know what that means. Do you? One in five Americans have a learn a new language on their bucket list. Now, if that's you, check it off the list this summer with Babbel. Because with Babbel, you start speaking a new language in just three weeks. That's right. This summer, you can start speaking a new language with Babbel. Now, why Babbel? Because it works. Kelly. Runner in the 2022 Michigan gubernatorial race. He ultimately did not prevail in the primaries. Tudor Nixon did before going on to lose to the Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer. But Ryan Kelly, for a time, was leading in the Michigan Republican nomination to be the gubernatorial candidate for Michigan governor. So according to this new article by NBC, Kelly pled guilty to a misdemeanor count of entering and remaining on restricted grounds, admitting that he, quote, 
rushed past U.S. Capitol Police officers mm -hmm. and started climbing the Northwest scaffolding and then, quote, climbed onto an architectural feature next to the Northwest stairs and began gesturing to the Quite crowd the below anarchist. by waving his hand towards the stairs leading up to the U.S. Capitol building. He also, quote, used his hands to support another rioter who was pulling a metal bike rack onto the scaffold. Okay, I'm going to tweet this. Former Michigan governor. LOL. One down. True stuff for press. Jump for prison. The biatch. My courtyards. Which I'm working on. I should take a picture. Video. Huntington Beach, California. Oh, and Kelly. Former Michigan Governor candidate Ryan Kelly's. <coughs> Fucking quite the anarchist. No. Back involvement yeah. in the January 6th and for the Republican nomination to be governor of Michigan, someone by the name of Ryan Kelly, he has pled guilty for his involvement in the January 6th insurrection. Ryan Kelly was once the front runner in the 2022 Michigan gubernatorial race. He ultimately did not prevail in the primaries Tudor Nixon did before going on to lose to the Democratic governor Gretchen Whitmer. But Ryan Kelly for a time was leading in the Michigan Republican nomination to be the gubernatorial candidate for Michigan governor. So according to this new article by NBC, Kelly pled guilty to a misdemeanor count of entering and remaining on restricted grounds, admitting that he, quote, rushed past U.S. Capitol Police officers and started climbing the Northwest scaffolding and then, quote, climbed onto an architectural feature next to the Northwest stairs and began gesturing to the crowd below by waving his hand towards the stairs leading up to the U.S. Capitol building. He also, quote, used his hands to support another rioter who was pulling a metal bike rack onto the scaffolding according to the plea agreement document and uh, Kelly was arrested last June before the Republican primary while he was the front runner. Let me just show you some of the facts from the criminal case against Ryan Kelly so you can just see and then I want to show you some videos of Ryan Kelly including a video of Ryan Kelly 
crying. Um, so stay tuned for that. But this is the factual summary that was uh, provided by the Department of Justice in their investigation of Ryan Kelly. So it says, based on a review of publicly available images, news articles, and other online resources, the following record of activities of Kelly on January 6, 2021 are described below. At approximately 1.30 p.m. on January 6, the video of the event that was posted online displays an individual wearing the aviator sunglasses and backwards black baseball cap at about the 7 minute 9 second mark. This indicates that Kelly gathered near the entrance of the Northwest Scaffolding on the west side of the U.S. Capitol. The individual with sunglasses and baseball cap is pictured below. A screenshot from the video posted online is publicly available, and a publicly available location is below. While near the entrance to the Northwestern Scaffolding on the western side of the U.S. Capitol, which provided access to the stairs leading towards the entrance of the U.S. Capitol building, Kelly, the individual with the black coat, aviator sunglasses, and a red watch band uses their phone to film the crowd assaulting and pushing past U.S. Capitol Police officers. A screenshot from the video posted online is publicly available. On January 19, 2021, FBI personnel identified that the below image likely shows Kelly. The media is a video which shows Kelly wearing a black hat and a black coat in a crowd of people who are assaulting and pushing past law enforcement officers. The individual noted as pictured below near the center of the photo. Another screenshot from the same video is posted online. Publicly available new media reporters and photographers captured images of the Northwestern scaffolding on the west side of the U.S. Capitol. This is one such image which shows another vantage point of the crowd engaged with U.S. Capitol Police on the Northwest stairs, which Kelly recorded with his cell phone. Kelly off camera to the left. The area of the U.S. Capitol shown in this image is marked with a red circle on the map. After causing U.S. Capitol Police officers to retreat, the crowd climbed the stairs towards the entrance to the interior of the U.S. Capitol at approximately 1.51 p.m. Kelly moved towards the side of the nearby stairs and began to climb onto an architectural feature next to those stairs. In this publicly available news media image, Kelly can be seen through the scaffolding on the stairs. Other members of the crowd are also identifiable. At approximately 2 p.m., Kelly climbed onto and stood on an architectural Architectural feature next to the Northwest stairs and indicated by waving his hand that the crowd behind him should move towards the stairs leading to the U.S. Capitol building. The activity can be seen in the video and it goes on to say Kelly remained standing on the architectural feature next to the Northwest stairs and at approximately 205 used his hands to pull a covering off of a temporary structure that U.S. Capitol personnel had erected in support of the future planned event. So let's Let's be clear. Ryan Kelly, one of the leaders of the Republican Party in Michigan, was not just some random bystander. He was actively involved in the insurrection. What I'm about to show you is not a video of Ryan Kelly crying about Trump endorsing uh, the January 6th insurrection, or uh, it's not a video of him crying because of this, but it is a video about him crying about something else. I want to play for you the video of Ryan Kelly crying, and then I'm going to show you some of his other dangerous things that he said. I'll play, play the clip. We have so many nice messages. Thank you. Encouragement means the world to us. 
I know this isn't a normal video that we post here, and I don't have I'm going to say something in a minute, too, but I just... This is just... Estás disfrutando de mi podcast? Thanks to Babbel, I know what that means. Do you? One in five Americans have a learn a new language on their bucket list. Now, if that's you, check it off the list this summer with Babbel. Because with Babbel, you start speaking a new language in just three weeks. That's right. This summer, you can start limited time deal for our listeners to get you started right now. Get 55% off your Babbel. A screenshot from the video posted online is publicly available. On January 19, 2021, FBI personnel identified that the below image likely shows Kelly. The media is a video which shows Kelly wearing a black hat and a black coat in a crowd of people who are assaulting and pushing past law enforcement officers. The individual noted is pictured below near the center of the photo. Another screenshot from the same video is posted online. Publicly available new media reporters and photographers captured images of the northwestern scaffolding on the west side of the U.S. Capitol. This is one such image which shows another vantage point of the crowd engaged with U.S. Capitol Police on the northwest stairs, which Kelly recorded with his cell phone. Kelly off camera to the left. The area of the U.S. Capitol shown in this image is marked with a red circle on the map. After causing U.S. Capitol Police officers to retreat, the crowd climbed the stairs towards the entrance to the interior of the U.S. Capitol at approximately 1.51 p.m. Kelly moved towards the side of the nearby stairs and began to climb onto an architectural feature next to those stairs. In this publicly available news media image, Kelly can be seen through the scaffolding on the stairs. Other members of the crowd are also identifiable. At approximately 2 p.m., Kelly climbed onto and stood on an architectural feature next to the northwest stairs and indicated by waving his hand that the crowd behind him should move towards the stairs leading to the U.S. Capitol building. The activity can be seen in the video, and it goes on to say, Kelly remained standing on the architectural feature next to the northwest stairs and at approximately 2.05 used his hands to pull a covering off of a temporary structure that U.S. Capitol personnel had erected in support of the future planned event. So let's be clear. Ryan Kelly, one of the leaders of the Republican Party in Michigan, was not just some random bystander. He was actively involved in the insurrection. What I'm about to show you is not a video of Ryan Kelly crying about Trump endorsing uh, the January 6th insurrection, or uh, it's not a video of him crying because of this, but it is a video about him crying about something else. I want to play for you the video of Ryan Kelly crying, and then I'm going to show you some of his other dangerous things that he said. I'll play, play the clip. We have so many nice messages. Thank you. The encouragement means the world to us. I know this isn't a normal video that we post here, and I don't have I'm going to say something in a minute, too, but I was just... This is just... We gotta keep going. Gotta get better. Estás disfrutando de mi podcast? Thanks to Babbel, I know what that means. Do you? 
One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. Now, if that's you, check it off the list this summer with Babbel. Because with Babbel, you start speaking a new language in just three weeks. That's right. This summer, you can start speaking a new language with Babbel. Now, why Babbel? Because it works. Instead of paying hundreds of dollars for a private tutor or fooling yourself with language apps that are a little more than just games, Babbel's quick 10 minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts. Here and I definitely feel spelled B A B B E L dot com slash Midas. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, now when he was the front runner leading in the Michigan uh, for the Michigan GOP nomination for governor, this is what he said about. Well, I, it's too disgusting for me to even say. Here, play this clip. Set, like, oh, you know, right to choose, right to choose, and your choice comes before the decision whether or not you want to kill your baby. Um, that, and that's the truth, right? If you're like, oh, well, what about rape victims? It sounds like we need better firearm training, right? So that if that uh, if a woman is faced with that situation, take care of it, right? You know, self-defense. Uh, and that's just the science and data, right? So any of those leftist trolls out there, they got the science and data that proves that a new life, a new body, and a new strain of DNA doesn't start a conception. Go ahead and roll that out there, climate change lovers, science and data lovers. And here was Ryan Kelly saying that it's his view that democracy turns into socialism. So he is attacking democracy as part of his campaign when he was running. Play the clip. Ladies, have you ever struggled to find that one perfect solution for plumper lips? Say goodbye to the frustration. No more overlining your lips with heavy makeup or trying some dangerous internet trend that causes damage. And forget about those cheap plumpers that leave you with a burning, stinging sensation on your lips. It's time to find a solution that's fast, easy, pain-free, affordable, and actually good for your lips in the long run. Introducing our secret solution, the answer to all of your lip plumping woes. Say hello to a youthful, fuller look that lasts. No more constantly reapplying products or dealing with dryness and damage. You'll be amazed at how smooth and plump your lips will look and feel. And the best part? Your friends will be asking, are your lips real? That's how natural and amazing these results are. So join the thousands of women who have already transformed their lips with our secret solution. Try it for yourself Can't today and experience the confidence this deserves. As a makeup artist, I've seen first the Trump podcast. Oh, These were my tips. Yeah, let's do a Michael Pope. Well, my tips when we go to them. And they basically then say that's not enough. We didn't, I don't think we would have had to give it. Michael Popak, Legal Amp. Well, that was fast. Donald Trump's already responded in a right-wing MAGA podcast and given more great evidence for Jack Smith to use against him in the Mar-a-Lago case. He's already responded to the superseding indictment and the charge that he, uh, in a conspiracy that he led, with at least three other people, two of which are now indicted, uh, tried to delete the video surveillance camera footage, tried to delete the server. And there's a name for that in prosecutor land. 
That's called evidence of consciousness of guilt. It is the platinum standard. It is the thing that every prosecutor looks for, sometimes in vain, in a case to use as evidence against the defendant. And what it means is what it sounds like. It's consciousness of guilt. You don't do certain acts and activities if you're innocent. An innocent man doesn't do certain things, right? If you're, if you're not guilty of murder, you don't buy rope and lie and a thirty-eight <laughs> caliber weapon and a shovel and, and <laughs> map out ways to, uh, to bury a body. You don't do that if you're not guilty. You do it if you're guilty of the murder that you've been charged with. Same thing here. For Donald Trump, there is already evidence of consciousness of guilt at Mar-a-Lago. The instructing Walt Nauta to move boxes, 67 of them, in and out of the storage room before and after his own lawyer, Evan Corcoran, appeared to review them for the government to produce them. His conversations about let's not produce any of them. Why don't we ignore the subpoena or the requests? His lying to his own attorneys, Donald Trump, Evan Corcoran and Christina Bob, letting them sign an affidavit that they'd done a diligent search of all the rooms and 34 pages is all they found of top secret and classified documents when there were hundreds and thousands behind other doors and in behind locked drawers. These are all badges of consciousness of guilt. But the ultimate one, destruction of evidence. And that's why Jack Smith went back with his team to the grand jury to get an amended indictment. That's what you got to do, a superseding indictment, and threw in the Iranian war document for good measure. Again, playing cat and mouse with Donald Trump in a masterstroke. Jack Smith knew he had the Iranian war document in his hands, but he, he asked and subpoenaed and the uh, lawyers for Donald Trump to turn it over, and they had to double down on Donald Trump's public BS, which is, I wasn't talking about any one particular document. I didn't have any document. I had a pile of documents. I had press clippings. I had a whole bunch of other stuff. I had building plans for a project I'm developing. I wasn't, I wasn't doing anything in particular. That's completely against the weight of the evidence because we know that Jack Smith has spoken to every other person in the Bedminster meeting in which they said he unfurled an Iranian war document of, of the U.S. And so they already had it, but they let Donald Trump go on television and in recordings and in interviews and claim that it didn't exist and he wasn't referring to anything. And then while he did that, Jack Smith said, okay, well, we let him hang himself long enough, bring in the witnesses to the room. They said, is this the Iranian war document? And they said, yes, it is under penalty of perjury and threat of going to jail. And then they indicted in the superseding indictment, Donald Trump for lying about the Iranian war document. And we're seeing it all over again, right? There has to be a team on Jack for Jack Smith, I don't know the name of that team, but we'll find out about it when somebody writes a memoir. All they do is by a dozen people is search the, the hinterlands and the corners, dark recesses of the internet, looking for right wing MAGA media and his interviews to hang him with his own words. Because they're gonna do it again based on an interview that Donald Trump gave just today about the destruction of the surveillance video count in the superseding indictment and the words that are going to be used there. Let me first give you the rundown from the indictment of the facts, so because we don't blow smoke or sunshine here on the Midas Dutch Network or Legal AF, and you can hold on to those and hold on to them for dear life as you hear the BS that comes spouting out of Donald Trump in this one-minute interview with John Fredericks, whoever that is, a right-wing MAGA person that likes to have people like uh, the former guy on. 
Let's just do the timeline because the timeline also indicates the consciousness of guilt. You see what the pattern is here on my hot take? You see what the theme is? Okay. Let's start with June the 22nd, 2022. Trump is informed by the grand by by uh, Jack Smith that the grand jury is going to be subpoenaing the security cameras and security footage. Okay. It's evidence. The Department of Justice did a search of Mar-a-Lago and they got testimony from maintenance workers and housekeepers and cooks about the security cameras. They had already interviewed Matt Calamari and Matt Calamari uh, Jr. I'm always hungry when I talk about those two guys. Those are the COO for the Trump Organization and his son, used to be head of security, um, about surveillance cameras. Talk to me about them. Where are they located? How do they record? How many minutes uh, or how many hours of footage stays before they're overwritten? You know, stuff like that. So the, so the Department of Justice already knew that. And so they issued a subpoena on the 22nd of June. And that led to a conversation within hours, which I will, I will assure you is the longest conversation between a former president and a maintenance worker in the history of America. 24-minute phone call between Donald Trump and now his co-defendant in the superseding indictment, Carlos D. Oliveira. Head of maintenance, former valet Parker. 24 minutes. I wonder what they talked about a day after the subpoena was issued. Now, let me also clear up something as the terminology. I'm not talking about the search warrant. The Department of Justice continued to believe, at least for through June or July, that they could get the documents through, through negotiation with Donald Trump and and or uh, using a search warrant, uh, sorry, a subpoena, and not go to the level of a search warrant, which was extraordinary. You know, guys wearing FBI, ladies and gentlemen wearing FBI jackets knocking on the door? That happened in August. I'm talking about June of last summer. And by June, they get the notice on the 22nd. By the 23rd, Donald Trump has a 24-minute phone call with Carlos. He then reroutes, Donald Trump reroutes Walt Nauta, also co-defendant, valet, butler, body man, to come back, has Walt now to communicate during this period with Carlos de Oliveira and with a new person that's not named in the superseding indictment but is the cooperating witness. That's the other signal Jack Smith said. I got an insider cooperating with me, Donald Trump, and his name is Yusil Tavares, and he was your IT director. And he got into a conversation led by Carlos, your maintenance worker, and Walt Nauta, in which they talked about deleting the server at your request. And that happened on the 27th of June, four and a half days after the subpoena notice was given. And that is classic organized crime talk. That's what this, and remember, Jack Smith didn't play it for the grand jury. He's going to play it in trial for a jury, and you're going to hear the conversations that I'm sure partially were recorded and live testimony from Yusil about the conversation where the boss wants the server deleted. That's Walt Nauta and Carlos talking to Yusil. And the boss is obviously Donald Trump. There's only one boss at Mar-a-Lago. And so that's going to come out. And the video footage that the Department of Justice does have 
is going to be played, which is based on what's listed in the indictment, images, video, moving pictures of Carlos and Walt Nauda with flashlights in the middle of the night going to where the server room is and looking for the cameras. Okay? That's going to look great in front of a jury. Even if there's a trumper in the jury, I don't know how he's going to overcome the sheer volume of uncontradicted evidence that's going to be against him, right? And so this is what's going to play out. We can only anticipate the trial presentation, because you don't have to put everything in your indictment, but yet Jack Smith is putting in a number of messages, right, to Donald Trump and his team. And the messaging of this timing, and you just saw the timing I laid out, 622 down to 627 of last year, all events that show consciousness of guilt by Donald Trump and the others. You don't say, shh, you don't do it in the dark. You don't talk about deleting servers if you've got nothing to hide, right? Donald Trump, however, can't let well enough, you know, leave well enough alone, and he's got to go on a podcast that he hoped nobody would listen to, but Midas Touch Network and I found it. And here it is. Here is him saying in classic traitorous Scrooge McDuck fashion. Mine, 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 mine. The videos were mine. I didn't have to turn them over. We turned them over, but they wanted more. He doesn't address the deletion, you'll note, when you hear the video, or the audio. Um, Jack Smith's a crackhead. He's out of control. You know, his typical attack on Jack Smith. And um, I don't know why I'm being indicted. I don't know the evidence against me. And I don't know um, any of the witnesses against me and the two employees that they're trying to testify against me, they're very fine people, right? They're very fine people that you are currently paying for their lawyers. In fact, you reached out to, to make sure that Carlos de Oliveira was on your side and was loyal to you. And you had Susan Wiles, and this is in the indictment, who's part of your presidential election campaign on a signal chat, a platform chat, confirm that Carlos was with you and then let it be known, you let it be known that you were going to pay for his lawyer. Well, what does he need a lawyer for in June before the search warrant if you, if you don't have anything to hide? Answer that. Don't do it to me. Do it to the jury one day. But you won't have an answer for it. We'll just leave it at that. Let's roll the audio interview, John Frederick's interviewing Donald Trump, and then come back. But it's always unpleasant when you have to go in and tell your wife, uh, that, by the way, uh, tomorrow sometime I'm going to be indicted. And she says, for what? I say, I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea. Normally you know exactly. But these people, these are thugs. Uh, Jack Smith is, I call him deranged Jack Smith. He's a prosecutor who's been overturned unanimously in the Supreme Court. Uh, vicious tactics. They went after two fine employees yesterday, fine people. And uh, I don't think they think that the tapes were even changed. These were my tapes that we gave to them. And they basically then say, that's not enough. We didn't, I don't think we would have had to give it. I'm not sure that we would have even had to give it. These were security tapes. We handed them over to them. I don't, I doubt we would have, if we wanted to fight that, I doubt we would have had to give it. But uh, regardless, we gave it. Now, I'm not sure they say, I'm not even sure what they're saying. They're trying to intimidate people so that people go out and make up lies about me. Because I did nothing wrong. They're trying to, and I come under the Presidential Records Act, which is civil, it's not even criminal. But they're trying to intimidate people, and so they have to lie to get out of a problem. 
But these are two wonderful employees. They've been with me for a long time, and they're great people. And they want to destroy their lives. Okay, so it's classic Donald Trump. They're mine. That's not a defense in criminal law. That's actually the opposite. Um, we heard this before. All the documents are mine. All Mar-a-Lago is mine. Um, they're, they're my presidential records uh, and the like. We've also heard him say, you know, he loves talking about this ridiculous case that's not applicable. It doesn't help him called the Sox case involving Bill Clinton. We hear that a lot. Sox, not the first cat, who was also named Sox, but Bill Clinton had recordings in a sock drawer that he was going to use in, on cassettes, and those under 30 can ask their parents, uh, they were going to use for a, a book. And uh, Tom Fitton, yeah, that guy, the guy that wears shirts that are too tight, and is not a lawyer, and has a thing called Judicial Watch, whatever that means. Um, and so he filed a suit to try to get these uh, audio tapes, because they were presidential records. And the federal court said, they're not presidential records, they're private. They're, you're not getting them. And Donald Trump says, see, there's a case involving Bill Clinton and dirty socks and some cassettes. And that gave me the permission to steal and hide national defense information, nuclear secrets, Iranian war crime uh, document, Iranian war documents and other things, because it's all the same. I mean, again, these are things that will never fly in a courtroom and yet Donald Trump continues to cling to. Just like he has this fictitious conversation in the audio you heard between him and Melania. Hey, I'm getting indicted today. About what? To have no idea. Really? First of all, there's been a shed load, a ton of documents produced by the federal government to Donald Trump when he got indicted for Mar-a-Lago. They literally backed up a tractor trailer. Well, not literally. And dumped it off wherever he wanted it. They gave him 56 terabytes of information. And they're still delivering more and more. You cannot have lived through the Jan 6 committee's presentation and their final report last December. All of the interviews that have been reported on mainstream media and here on the Midas Touch Network and shows like Legal AF that I co-anchor. You cannot have done or read the news wherever you get your news from and not know at least the charges that are against you being brought by Jack Smith and the witnesses, including your own former attorneys and current attorneys who are testifying against you, um, and the evidence. You just can't. And the law doesn't allow you to maintain that ridiculous posture. It just it doesn't. It's called willful blindness, and uh, it's not allowed. And you bring in evidence to show that you knew or should have known that a reasonable person in your position would have known. But you hear him on the, on the audio, which Jack Smith, you know, will see as another gift, another attempt to attack him, another attempt to, um, you know, try to uh, do a terrible job at defending uh, why he was trying to delete his own tapes, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And again, this was the timing of the superseding indictment yesterday was an FU from Jack Smith. Meets in the morning with the lawyers who try to talk him out of indicting his, their client again, federally. He, he nods with the Subway sandwich and coffee in hand and then gives the green light to file the superseding indictment in Miami, showing that their client is a liar and destroyed evidence and signaling that he has the ultimate in insider who's testifying against Donald Trump, leaving Donald Trump to suck wind and then try to interfere in witness tamper by saying that those employees, which I assume he means Carlos de Oliveira 
and maybe Yusil Tavares and, well, now are all good people and try to get them all attorneys, which is also, again, in a circular, a circular scheme here, part of the indictment narrative. So uh, it's not checkmate yet, uh, Jack Smith, until we have convictions, but it's check. And we're going to continue to follow it on the Midas Touch Network. That's where I do these YouTube hot takes. You do that. You're watching me here. And I only do it here at the intersection of law and politics. We pull it all together with two other co-anchors and friends of mine, Ben Micellis, Karen Freeman, Ignifolo. We do a long format show on Wednesdays and Saturdays. We're probably going to have to add another day. I'll have to talk to the suits about that. But right now, Wednesday nights and Saturday nights, if you want to watch us on YouTube, some people do, you can do it on the Midas Touch YouTube channel. All you got to do is free subscribe. If you want to listen to it, analog, old school, like me, you then pull it on a podcast platform, wherever you get your podcast from. We're there, too. I do hot takes like this about every hour. No, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Typo. About every day, maybe more, depending upon developments. If you like the content of what I provide, go over to the Midas Touch YouTube channel. Slide over to Playlists. Go down to Michael Popak, and everything is collected there for you in one neat package. You can also follow me on all things social media at MS Popak. This is Michael Popak, Legal AF Reporting. Hey, Midas Mighty. Love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Major breaking news, special counsel Jack Smith has just filed a superseding indictment in federal court in the Southern District of Florida, adding additional crimes against Donald Trump and Trump's co-defendant, Waltine Nauta, as well as adding an additional co-defendant, someone by the name of Carlos de Oliveria, a maintenance worker at Mar-a-Lago who participated in a conspiracy to attempt to destroy security footage. We've been talking here on the Midas Touch Network and on Legal AF about the high probability that a superseding indictment would be filed. And we did mention Carlos de Oliveria, this maintenance worker, as the likely target of a superseding indictment. And that is indeed what took place. Folks, we were not expecting this to happen today, though our attention was focused on what was going on in the Washington, D.C. grand jury, where special counsel Jack Smith was presenting evidence about Donald Trump's crimes relating to election interference. So we thought that grand jury was going home. And so we said, okay, it's going to be a rest for the day on legal news. But no, then special counsel Jack Smith and his team filed this superseding indictment. I want to read for you right now the key portions of this superseding indictment, which now adds counts 39, count 40, count 41, and count 42 additional charges against Donald Trump, co-defendant Walter Nauta, and now co-defendant Carlos D. Oliveria. But the new portions of the criminal complaint begin on page 27, which talks about the attempt to delete security camera footage. You see Michael Popak 
who's going to be joining us for commentary on this truly, truly critical breaking piece of news. So let's go through the new allegations, starting on paragraph 74. This section is now called the attempt to delete security camera footage. Paragraph 74, on June 3rd, 2022, when FBI agents were at the Mar-a-Lago Club to collect documents with classification markings from Trump Attorney 1 and Trump Attorney 3, the agents observed that there were surveillance cameras located near the storage room. On June 22nd, 2022, the Department of Justice emailed an attorney for Trump's business organization a draft grand jury subpoena requiring the production of certain security camera footage from the Mar-a-Lago club, including footage from cameras, quote, on the ground floor basement where the storage room was located. Paragraph 76. On June 23, 2022, at 8.46 p.m., Trump called the new co-defendant, Carlos D. 